I am a life coach and I spend all of my time thinking about how the brain works, how to uncondition all the crap, get rid of limiting beliefs, and love the fuck out of your life. Happy New Year! I'm Christy Hines, and you're entering a world gone good. Well, hello, my name's Steve. This is World Gone Good, and it is almost time for a brand new year. So, why don't we make it a brand new year chock-filled of and with and about the good? And while we're at it, why don't you share the good? Subscribe to the good, rate and review the good. I'm asking for a good commitment. We've been doing this good thing together over a year now. Commit! (laughs) By sharing, subscribing, rating, and reviewing us, you help more people find this podcast. And for that, as always, we say thank you. Okay, so before we dive into today's good show, I want to share with you some of my favorite podcasts from 2021. Write these down and go listen. First and foremost, TCM has a podcast called The Plot Thickens. They did an entire season of episodes, I think 10 of them, all about Lucille Ball. It is incredible. They have tons of audio clips and you learn so much about her that you already knew some of it a lot I didn't know. Highly, highly recommend this listen. Easily, easily my favorite podcast of the year. I also recommend you check out Storytime with Seth Rogen. The first episode is genius. Sex Ed the Musical with my pal Wendy Miller for shocking, hilarious, and oh-so-real conversations. The Los Angeles Breakfast Club. It's like an old-timey radio show, but with all sorts of fascinating people telling their stories. And my other favorite good feel, good feel show, which is from a few years ago, but it counts because I just found it in 2021, is called Finding Fred. It's all about Mr. Rogers, and it will remind you how lucky we all are just to be here, to be alive, and to have a wonderful day in the neighborhood. To close out our year here on our last episode of 2021, are we are we saying 2021 or 2021? I'm going 2021. We are talking New Year's resolutions, or as my guest today prefers to call them, New Year's revolutions. Christy Hines is a life coach, a writer, and a storyteller, and she's a recent graduate. Go on her for graduating college. Yay, her. She was on this here show more than a year ago, and she is back to help us set some good intentions, some good goals, and some good revolutions. I seriously love calling them revolutions for 2022. Are we saying 2022 or 2000? And, oh, fuck it. I'm saying 2022. It has been over a year since we last spoke. Isn't that weird? I mean, I'm lost in time. I don't know what is happening since COVID time. So <laughs> that could have been yesterday for all I know. <laughs> I was actually in LA yesterday for something and I had to park. And I park and I look up at the sign. I read the sign. It says like, you know, park from these times, blah, blah, blah. No parking Thursday, 12 to 3. And it's like 12.04 p.m. There's no other cars on the side of this road. I get out. I shut my car. I lock. I start walking away. And I'm like, idiot. That's right now. (laughs) Like, 
<laughs> so I had to like go back to the car, go, oh, go across the street where it said Friday, and then think about it and be like, that's right. It is Thursday, and it's after that time, so don't do that. <laughs> I feel like the two worst places on earth for parking signs, though, are, it's LA and New York. Like New York, oh, yeah. I have no idea. I'm like, I don't understand this. I just sit there staring at 16 signs, and LA can be the same way sometimes. So, uh, in summation, tell us some good that's happened to you in the last year since we last spoke. Oh, let's see. I graduated from UCLA. Go Bruins. Yes. So that was a huge goal because I never uh, completed my undergraduate degree and going back to school as an adult. Um, Yeah, and I finished it and it was wonderful. And uh, something else good about that is my parents. I'm so grateful my parents are still alive. So they got to actually walk with me um, because of the way the COVID graduation was. And that Aww. was so freaking special. Like I can't even, it's making me teary think about it. Like just, it was, it was amazing. That's nice. That's really nice. Yeah. And I survived COVID. I've had COVID twice. So that is. Oh, some, wow. Yeah. So that's something good. And are you vaccinated now? I am. I was vaccinated the second time too. Oh God, I know oh, you're you're a breakthrough. You're a I'm breakthrough. A breakthrough. Like to yeah. Don't you think that was like the wrong name for it? It was a. It's a weird name. I mean, <laughs> it, the whole thing is just. It's just awful. Um, that's not the kind of breakthrough I want to have. <laughs> <ever> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are all. I feel like really good. Good things completed some short stories um, that I felt good about. Had a really great year with my business. Um, fell totally in love, so in love. Um, COVID relationship, <laughs> yeah, lots of good things. Wow, a lot of good things. So I asked you here today because it is coming up on New Year's, and you and I were talking, and I said you should come on and talk about making New Year's resolutions, to which you said, (laughs) dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Yeah, which I said, I was like, oh my God, I love talking about this, and got all squealy and squirrely, and then went into a long dissertation about the difference between goals and intentions, and you were probably like, yeah, save that for the podcast, or I didn't ask you all. (laughs) Well, let's talk about this, because this is important. The word resolution has always thrown me because we say, I'm going to make a resolution. And that sounds like a completion. What are your thoughts on that? Well, to me, when I think resolution, I think like a government document, the Declaration of Independence, where we want to, like, things were one way and now we're result, like, and issues came up. We've now resolved the issues, and this resolution is to say this is how we're going to move forward. That's how I think about resolutions. I mean, it's a strong word, though. I mean, it it also feels like we're resolute about this. Like, this is what's going to happen, not changing it. This is where it's going. Do you think it's too complete in its thinking? Because I feel like a goal and an intention, and we want to talk about all this, is a journey where a resolution is a completed thought, or am I thinking that the wrong way? It's okay to tell me I'm thinking it the wrong way. No, you're not thinking it the wrong way. I think that's what 
tricks like trips people up because I'll make a resolution today and who the fuck knows what's going to happen tomorrow. And now I, you know, maybe because of out, you know, external circumstances, you know, I, I can't hold that resolution as close as I did. And now I need to renegotiate it. And, and I think the idea of a resolution for me to plan today, you know, or, or January 1st, what I think is going to happen for the next 364 days, I think it's kind of crazy. So um, I, I think that's kind of setting yourself up for failure. Do you think it's better to have little bites? I would say for me, it's best to ha- to know how I want to feel. Uh, what's your, So I would say, what's your feeling for the upcoming year? If I know how I want to feel, then yes, I can project the idea of like, okay, here are the little bites. Here might be things that I want to accomplish. Because we kind of go in with these resolutions. And often we don't think about like, what is that going to make me feel like? I like that. I like that a lot. Now, we just were talking about this. So that gets us to intentions and goals. What are the pros of setting up actual written down intentions that lead to a goal, a resolution? I think intentions are the the only way or the steps to getting to your goal. Um, a goal is like, the, to me, the big vision. It's so far-fetched if I just say, and I think I may have shared this on the last the last time we talked, I say I want to lose 35 pounds and a lot of people choose weight for new year's resolutions or, you know, say someone says I want to quit smoking. Well, how the fuck are you going to do that? Because if you could do that, you would have done it already. Right. So it's just, it's so grandiose and so lofty. And then day one hits and you're thinking, and all you're thinking about is like, Oh, I'm going to have that smoke or, Oh, I'm going to go, you know, eat something. Now I'm going to feel bad about myself. So, I'm not saying that goals are wrong. I think it's important to be able to visualize and see yourself at some kind of finish line. I think that is very important, imagination, um, because we're going to attract that to us. It's more important to think about where you want to be and stop thinking about where you were. Um, I think the most important thing is to think about, like, how am I going to be in this process? And then... What do I want to do with that? So if you have a goal, let's say, yeah, I want to lose 35 pounds. Well, you need to talk about how you want to feel. If you want to feel good, probably you don't want to choose something restrictive. So then you might start setting intentions. Well, I feel better or I feel good if I stop eating at a certain time or if I allow this. So that's my intention um, for, for tomorrow or these are the foods that I'm going to choose instead of thinking about what you're not going to eat. So to me, those are intentions. Those are like the actual steps. And that's what people miss are the steps. Do you think that people, and I've been guilty of this in the past, but I I purposely made a change in my life a few years ago to being in it now, as opposed to this is my intention and then I'm going to be happy when I lose the weight. I'm happy now and I'm going to continue to be happy because I'm in a process. Yeah, I, I think all we have is now. Right. You know, life life is right now. The the start of this podcast is already in the past. You know, it that's that's all we have. Jen Sincero, who wrote the the bat you know, all those badass books, 
she, and I'm paraphrasing her, she has a quote that says something along the lines of, um, you know, if you're constantly thinking about the future, you're living in anxiety. If you're in the past, you're depressed. But in the present, if you stay focused in the present, that's where you can really like get things done and really feel good about yourself because more than likely everything's okay um, for the most part. And so, yeah, I think that it's really important to stay focused on right here, right now, because that's all we got. And speaking of that, the pandemic knocked a lot of us on our ass, right? And really had to refocus how we do things on a day-to-day basis, but also how we look at things in the long term. So when we're talking about the next year, how do we stay positive in a world that it's still like, okay, here's another, here's Omnicrom or um, I would keep saying it wrong. I keep adding an Omni because I think it sounds more impressive that I add an Omnicron. I think it's Omicron. Uh, I sound like somebody's crazy old Aunt Meredith in Kansas. Um, but how do we stay positive when we know these things are still coming down the line? One, I think it's what you've said. I just had the com- this conversation with my mom today. Um, my mom and my dad watch like way too much news. They're older and it freaks them out. And so, and it's like all the news, it's about the pandemic. So we're on the phone and she's like going in. It's like, you know, it's like, Hey mom, how are you doing? Good. Let me tell you. And she rattles all this stuff off and my dad's in the car and Anyways, and so is she like wait, is she like a correspondent now? <laughs> like just re <laughs> reiterating everything she you're like, I don't she's watch this mom. It. She is right, re- right, right. She is reliving it. She's like anxious and she's getting loud. I mean, it's theatrical. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? Who is this? Who are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, the news anchor? Like that's not even like, <laughs> that was like a story at the top five. Like, what are you talking about? And so <laughs> And, and so I, and, and this, it was just today. And so she's like, you know, me and your dad, we've got to do this and we've got to do that. And she's, I mean, literally my mom, you know, she's anxious. She's panicking, uh, thinking about this upcoming year and the Omicron, Omicron, whatever. And so I finally just said, you know, let me support you in grounding yourself. And I was like, look around, where are you right now? I said, what are you doing? She was like, I'm holding an ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's Papa doing? She was like, looking at me, holding an ice cream cone. I was like, what do you see right now? She was like, Costco. <laughs> it sounds pretty good so far. I mean, her life sounds great. <laughs> I was like, how's that ice cream making you feel? It feels good. I said, that's what's happening right now. And and stick with that. Like, go from there. Take steps from there rather than so focused in, on the things you cannot control. For people who want to have New Year's resolutions, what advice would you give them for creating them, visualizing them, but also staying realistic in the intention of the goal? Yeah, so I would say the first thing is call it whatever, call it whatever the hell you want. If you call it a resolution because that feels and that resonates with you and that feels on track and inspires you, call it that. If you want to call it, you know, God's path, if you want to call it uh, the blueberry muffins, call it whatever is going to allow you to like get excited about it. So I think that's the first thing. Um, so maybe you can call it, you know, Steve Steps. Oh, I like that. 
I think the second. So you might have steep steps for next year. I like calling them revolutions. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> I'm going to revolutionize my life, you know, in the in the next year. It it just seems like something that's, you know, I feel like a champion coming in there, like raging war. So call it whatever you want. I think the second thing is take some time to do like a writing exercise or an imagination exercise or some kind of like guided meditation. Don't just do the first thing that you think that you should do, because to me, should is the new four-letter word. It's just like should is so grounded in everything that is not good. So take some time, imagine, meditate. What do you see? What's your perfect day? What does a perfect day look like? And what do you see? And then take something from there. Maybe it's like, oh, I want to spend more time with my family. That could be your resolution or steep steps. Maybe it's vacate, you know, more vacations this year. Maybe it's less work. Maybe it is some kind of health journey. You know, what do you see that you can literally see it? You can use all your senses, taste it, feel it, touch it in your mind. That's the direction you want to go. And then think about what you get to, like how you want to feel. And then think about something that you'll, instead of taking away, think about the first thing that you want to do. That's so interesting because... They say that our brain doesn't know the difference between imagining it happening and it actually happening. So meaning, of course, we know the difference, you know, when it's actually happening, but we can imagine it and get the same endorphin rush as if we're really in it, which I find so interesting because we have the choice all the time at any time to feel any way we want about something and we can turn how we feel about it. That's me every day watching General Hospital (laughs) (laughs) or reading a novel. I mean, you can get so lost in a thought and it feels so good and you're smiling. It's being in a memory, you know, driving. You're like, how the hell did I get in this lane? You know, how long have I been going straight down this street? (laughs) I think it's so important to be able to have that kind of sensation and everything you just described around a resolution. If you don't have that, it ain't going to work. Tell everybody what you do for a living. I am a life coach and I spend all of my time thinking about how the brain works, how to uncondition all the crap, get rid of limiting beliefs and love the fuck out of your life. And what did you get your degree in from UCLA? My degree is in English and creative writing. How do those two things tie together for you? It's all about story. Everything to me is about story. You know, and I see it with myself. I see it with my clients. There's the stories that we carry. It's not even necessarily what what actually happened. It's what I believed happened. It's the way that I remember it. And the stories dictate my feelings, my thoughts about things, and the way that I react. So if I learn to understand story, my whole life can change. I can rewrite my life. What are your revolutions for 2022? My revolutions for 2022 is to feel as close to God as I 
humanly and possibly can authentically. It is to make my yeses be truly yes and my no be really no. And the third is to grow and open up my business by doing like um, lots of new things. So having retreats and um, just having a wider invitation. I used to do a retreat called Just Right Retreat. And I'm going to start doing it again in 2022. That's one of my revolutions that I want to have. And I want you to come to it. Oh, I would love, I would love to come to it. You, I would, I want you to come to mine too. It's going to be called Power and Possibilities. I do an online version of it, but I, I really want to do like an in, in-person one. We should combine them. Yes. Steve, I would be so freaking happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be amazing. Yes. My retreat in it, in there, um, I did like eight or nine or 10 of them in, in Ojai, California. You said General Hospital, so I'll throw something at you. The actress, Denise Alexander, who plays Leslie Weber, who's Laura's mother. Yes. She used to own a piece of property in Ojai with this giant house on it. And I used to rent that house out for the retreat. And we'd all gather at the house and before we'd go in. Speaking of intentions, we'd set the intention for the weekend. And before anybody even stepped in the door, I would say, okay, we're going to vote. And there'd be eight to 12 writers and some artists and some songwriters and singers and actually some performers and all sorts of people. But I would say, let's set our intention right now. Show of hands. Who wants us to be, think about it. Who wants this to be just a writing retreat where we just write, like the name says, who wants us to be a writing retreat where a couple times a day we get notes and we have scheduled times to get feedback on pages? Who wants this to be a third option, which is having you know conversations each night and exercises and all these things? And every time we get together, we'd all vote. And it was amazing because it was almost 100% every time. The very first one we went to, everyone just said, I just want to write. Like, I just want to be locked in a house and write. And it started pouring rain about an hour after I said that. And we didn't have a choice but to do that. But it's really was an amazing experience. And I want to get back to doing those. And the pandemic has, I had one planned for March of 2022, of 2020 rather. And I, I have obviously had to postpone it. I had to cancel it. So yeah, you and I need to talk about putting one together to, to ourselves. I would love to do that. I think would be so, I think really pretty much any doing anything with you would make me feel good. Pun definitely intended. And also I was going to say, this is so fun sharing ideas because then even listening to you, I'm like, Oh, and so now I, I even know another one. I want to, I want to put together a mastermind, maybe like seven to 10 individuals and walk together very closely for a year in life coaching. To really see, um, one, to offer support, and to really see how good life can get. I'm in for that. I love that. Sign me up. You're on board. Okay. okay all right. Twenty two ninety five a month. Hold on. Let me get my. Let me get your Venmo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we close these shows. I'm going to do it a little differently this time because you've been with me before. The first easy question is: Where do people find you? Where do people get to know you more? And where do people uh, enjoy things like ladies who launch? 
yeah, so you can get to know me on I'm Instagram. That's my favorite place at Christy Hines Coaching. And that's the same for Facebook and Twitter, I think. Instagram's the place. And then also my website, Christy Hines, so K-R-I-S-T-Y-H-I-N-D-S dot com. And the final question we go out on, which you've heard before, it's really simple, but I'm going to change it up a little bit for you. You're scaring me. Go. Oh, God. Don't be scared. (laughs) Tell me something good for 2022. Be in love with yourself. Like, I'm in love with myself. I'm really, like, I just, and there's parts of me that are so messy, but I'm, I'm so good with myself and I just I would love that for everyone because it was a time when I wasn't um it was a time when there was a lot of loathing and now no matter what's happening how good it gets or how low it gets I love myself and that's good for 2022 Thank you, Christy, for sharing your good with me for a second time. You're a repeat good offender, and we are definitely doing a combined retreat in 2022. Question is, who of you out there is going to join us? And the other question is, who's still calling it 2022? Next time on World Gone Good. I've given a lot of stuff away just based on what people actually ask for. And and it, it gets you to pause and say to yourself, do I need this? You kind of Marie Kondo your, your home unintentionally. Does this make me happy anymore? Jill Hotchkiss and Wendy Miller are two of my favorite people in the entire world. And I am not just saying that. I really mean it. These two warrior women have joined forces as members of the Buy Nothing Project. What is Buy Nothing? It's about community. It's about purging. It's about a podcast they started based on the app of the exact same name. I wrote exclamation points down on all my little notes here. So I hope you felt that. And it's the perfect way for us to kick off the new year by letting go, reaching out, and being a good neighbor. I can't wait to share this one with you. Until then, be good. And oh yeah, Happy New Year.